kind of what I keep fi- finding is that is we just take risks and we find out what's a better way. And you and I have had some very challenging times as we've continued to work through this model that we're trying to find out is the yeah. best for us. The reality is that any time that I look at a risk that I have taken, the outcome is better than I could have imagined. The amazing thing about the mushrooms is that they speak. They talk to you. They will answer questions, carry on conversations. Psilocybin just pulls up a chair on the porch and puts its feet up. everybody welcome back to psilocybin says i'm eric osborne i'm courtney rose and we are here today taking a risk yes we are (laughs) (laughs) i feel like it's really interesting i was just thinking how this podcast is starting to feel like a more committed relationship for me Mm -hmm. as in we start relationships initially you know we go on a date and we present this version of ourselves to the person and then you know and it's all fun and oh like low risk like we're not too committed in this at all this is just an exploration and an adventure a first Mm -hmm. date Mm -hmm. and then six dates later you start talking about oh like should I bring my toothbrush over here like you know (laughs) you start to Ask so more questions. You like kids? Yeah, exactly. That's Do a risk. We talk about politics now. <laughs> like, are you religious? Like, you know, getting into touchy subjects and layers start unpeeling. Mm-hmm. And I feel like right now, with you all listening, my layers are unpeeling and I am getting more and more to my myself i love that self a lot uh it's really good to hear you get comfortable with it um and i definitely understand what you're saying uh my relationship with podcasting has been evolving and it has it's always a risk honestly uh the first podcast that i did is just gone the Magnificent Mushroom Podcast. I did like 50 episodes. I don't even know. It's just fucking gone. It's just gone. It doesn't exist anymore. You can't find any of it. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And then the second podcast that I did, well, it just stopped. And that was a commit. I loved that podcast. And then this one actually, like coming into this, I was like, oh, fuck, are we really, really going to do this again? Because I, I, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's, very, it's a very joyful experience. Because it is self exploration, mm-hmm. uh, and having conversations with anybody is a wonderful opportunity to explore how you really, what you really believe about mm-hmm. life and yourself and and all that. Starting it with you was mm-hmm. like not a risk in the sense that, um, like we're not going to be together or something like that. Mm-hmm. But you've never done this before. Is mm-hmm. this something you're going to really be committed to? How much are you yeah. really going to engage with it? Yeah. You know, um, and then if we're consistent, like this is our show, mm-hmm. then like I'm tied to your willingness to take a risk. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And this is one of the biggest risks, not podcasting, but 
putting yourself out there, mm-hmm. being vulnerable to the public. Yeah, that's is, what I'm really feeling now yeah. is this vulnerability of exposure and people are, you know, you, you all out there listening, many of you actually have messaged or commented and let us know the certain things that you heard that really struck a note for you all and uh, certain people have messaged privately and just really expressed gratitude of you know how much this means to them us being vulnerable and authentic and so that's really sitting in in this feeling like a a great responsibility I am very grateful for the responsibility mm-hmm. well you took the risk and taking of the risk losing respect and yes. you actually gained respect yeah and exactly I think that's, that's the valuable <laughs> thing that we talk about here right because whenever we take risks you have the potential to lose something mm-hmm. yeah but what we don't focus on generally mm-hmm. is that we have even more potential to gain something exactly and so that's that's where, where, where are we going to go with this what we're going to talk about first of all let's look at risk as it relates to paradigms right that's what we talked about last time Whenever you are breaking away from a paradigm, then mm-hmm. that is setting off all the alarms. Risk, yeah. risk, risk, paralyzed, stop, don't move, don't go, terror, uh-huh. terror, terror. What if, what if? The what if <laughs> factor. Yes, the what if factor. So, yeah, last episode we talked about some of our own paradigms that we hold and specifically ones that are creating results in our life that aren't necessarily the results we want. And in order to change those results, we need to change our paradigms and the way that we're thinking about certain things like having money and ties with money. And so if we change the paradigm that I am the type of person that makes plenty of money, I've got so much money, I don't know what to do with it then there is the risk of having that responsibility. Mm-hmm. Like you were saying, we can focus on what if this this bad thing happens and I make the wrong decision with all this money? Or we could focus on, well, what if this great thing happens and I make a really awesome decision mm-hmm. with this money and help a lot of people? It's interesting to think about people that take risks and people that tend to take risks and people that tend to not take risks. So that has me wondering, are the, are the people that don't generally take risks? Are they, is it because they're focusing on the bad things that could happen? Yeah, I think so. I mean, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've said that you feel like I'm a, I have a high tolerance for risk. Yeah. So you, have taken quite a few risks lately. Uh, I guess in the past few months. <laughs> I guess I don't know that I've taken. I mean, I feel like I'm just always taking so risks of sorts because I, I because I do see generally the things that can come from it. I am much more afraid of not taking a risk and being stuck. And this is this is in most things. Again, we've got we've all got our ingrained paradigms that we're all working through. But moreover, when I think about something that I want and then I think, oh, gosh, well, you know, there's a risk here. Mm-hmm. I'm usually thinking, yeah, well, there's a bigger risk if I don't do the thing because I'm I'm going to like 
A, I'm not going to be happy with myself. B, I'm not going to have the thing that I want. I'm just going to be stuck. I don't do very well with stagnancy. You mm-hmm. know. Uh, but I, I do wonder, like, what is it in someone's background or personality that that sets them up for that kind of perspective? I mean, what level, on like a scale of 1 to 10, how much of a risk taker do you have you historically considered yourself to be? Uh, on a scale of one to ten, maybe a six or seven, maybe six or seven. I'm maybe a seven. I think a seven. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, I would I would say that. It doesn't sound like you've thought that about yourself in times. I mean, we've never talked about it, put it on a scale. So then, what level of risk would you consider me? Risk taker. Not, <laughs> I mean, I am a risk taker. <laughs> it's funny how the scale shifts when you yeah. ask yourself. <laughs> exactly. Compare yourself to something else. Probably an, oh, an eight. Okay. Or a nine. I don't know. I don't something know. Something like that. It's your scale. <laughs> 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 you know, I consider myself probably like a seven and a half, maybe. I consider you like a. Probably like a six to six and a half, but not really. I mean, when I think about it, you know, you've been right up there with me on all that. You may not be the one that says like, "Let's do this, let's take this risk," but you right, are I generally, generally like, okay, don't initiate yeah. the risk. You no, know, which, you know, maybe that is that a paradigm? Is that what it? What is that? And are there places where you would like to see yourself taking more risks? Or maybe that that's not true. That is a paradigm. I do initiate trying new experiences when I look back in my life growing up I mean I was the one when I was six years old that told my parents I wanted to keep skating every single day Mm -hmm. and I was the one that pushed myself to do all that crazy shit and fall hundreds of times every single day trying Mm -hmm. to accomplish something awesome and that's really a pretty big risk. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, took. and and isn't that like, in order to take the risk, we have to we should see a reward. I don't I don't think there's any value in taking risks that don't present a possible reward. Well, like there's a, always like a, a reward, mm, right? But yeah, is it but is it actually values, in alignment with your values? Your like values, adrenaline junkie kind of stuff. Like that time we jumped off the cliff at Rick's Cafe. Short-lived reward. Not worth it. Not, yeah, no. That (laughs) That is not not a risk that I am inclined to take, and I would not take that risk again. Right. Because, like, the reward is what? You fucking jumped off a cliff and, like, you were excited. Permanent injury. Yeah, you could (laughs) have broke your back. No, no. That's, that's. Jump off a cliff to save someone's life. Yeah, right. maybe have a permanent injury. Okay, yeah, worth it. Exactly. So, you know, there's always this this notion of calculated risk-taking. Having a child, calculated risk. We know that if we do this, it's going to have challenges, but it's going to have, like, a massive potential return Mm -hmm. as well. So, but it's like every day. Every day is full of risks, and <laughs> it's just it's just funny to me how often we are uh, like people won't take little risks that could lead to big rewards, but we don't realize the risk 
inherent in not going for your goal, not going for what you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because when I, th- well, we get in habits. I mean, we, we get comfortable in our habit. We know, okay, I'm safe. I've been doing this. It's not for, safe, though. Well, but that's what we tell ourselves yeah. is this is safe. I know this is safe because, okay, here I am right now. I'm okay right now. And this is how I've been doing things the specific way. So I can just stay here and then I'll be safe. And But that's like not what we you do as children, though. It's so, like, when does this change for most people? This is what I find really interesting mm-hmm. is that, I mean, most human beings not most fucking all human beings take a risk to climb stairs to walk and maybe it's because we it's maybe that's what it is maybe it comes to the level of what we see other people doing if i had not seen other uh, people jumping yeah. off that cliff at, at rick's i wouldn't have never no would have done way. that <laughs> like I, I saw that older like, like a 60 year old woman did oh, it. i was like oh, that's what did it, it. got to she <laughs> exactly <laughs> that right? old lady can do that <laughs> oh fuck me yeah, yeah. i gotta yeah, do it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah how am i going to be able to live with myself for the rest of my <laughs> life knowing that i watched that one <laughs> that 80 year old woman jumped off that well, no, clip yeah, she was in her 60s still <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well. definitely definitely sized it up again it goes back to that whole uh notion of scale right <laughs> yeah i don't know <laughs> but no we, i mean this is this is still an interesting kind of rub where it's it's not a risk it's not perceived as as much of a risk if we see others doing it but if we haven't seen somebody else do it right then we're like hold up hold up am i gonna God. be safe because i don't Ooh. have an example here of uh, there. we're just sheep man by nature in a lot of ways yeah so what separates the people What's the difference? What do people that do things that they're not seeing other people doing? I think it's potential. I'm going to I'm going to touch on this thing that is really touchy and a lot of people have I know, I have I have known that it is within my potential to have my relationship needs met. Mm. Right? Okay, yeah. And this is a risk. This is a big fucking risk that I have taken in previous relationships and I felt like it was with you. I know it was with you. Um with with you I had finally like gotten to the point where I was just like, "You know what? <coughs> it's going to be a risk. I'd rather just get the fuck out there and risk it now." And so instead of like slow rolling into telling you mm-hmm. you know how my perception of the world i just like first time we hung out it's like look this is how i understand relationships in the world and this is where i'm at with it i still yeah baby girl Oh, okay anytime the conversation comes up around you know if there's you know someone that i maybe have a some kind of a emotional attachment or some kind of a relationship interest in mm-hmm. i still certainly feel the risk factor mm-hmm. in talking with you about it but i know that it is within the realm of possibilities 
and like how I don't want to say reason isn't the best word because it's not uh, it's not about what's reasonable necessarily uh, except that it is because when I think about this like people just expect that for the most part people expect that somewhere along the line their partner is going to cheat on them people just kind of expect like especially men that's part of the paradigm that's part of you know our culture Mm -hmm. men are cheaters like we actually if you look at it realistically and statistically we know that it's equal that men Mm -hmm. and women equally will quote cheat on each other Mm. and to me it is that is irrational that is unintelligent and so it is it is worth the risk and it is a calculated risk mm-hmm. in being honest yeah because i know that it is within the uh how do i want to say this? that it is within not just the realm of possibility but it is within the realm of probability. Mm. Like, I know, like, I'm not going to fucking sit around and tell myself that you're never going to want to be with another man. It's a fucking lie, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, why am I going to take the risk of lying to myself when I could take the risk of being honest with myself and then just facing the thing and dealing with the thing? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so people that do are willing to take the risk of doing things that other people don't generally do or haven't done is really considering the alternative and not doing it really being able to allow that to happen and have the developed faculties, mental faculties to ask questions about the implications of not doing it. Mm-hmm. A lot of us ask questions about what are the implications of doing it, but what are the implications of not doing it mm-hmm. as well? And also, I mean, yes, yes, there is that, but also in knowing it is your God-given right to do that thing. Like whatever this risk is that let's go back to the money-making thing, right? Mm-hmm. It is my absolute right as a human being to have Mm -hmm. plenty of resources Mm -hmm. it is your right as a human being to love whoever you want to love it is your right as a human being to pursue whatever career you want to pursue yeah and so that's like those are the two kind of prongs of what push me to take the risks that i take is a the risk of not doing the thing, of sitting stagnant and living a life of regret, and B, knowing that it's my fucking it's my fucking right as a human being to have the things that I want as long as those things that I want aren't hurting other people. Right. Yeah. And being willing to, I mean, it does take a, a certain level of energy and health to create new models for sure because you know when it comes to this particular conversation around relationships and monogamy versus ethical non-monogamy and 
you know, the models for both, we have a, we have a model for monogamy. We have a whole Mm -hmm. entire system around monogamy and how to do it and forms to fill out and how the process works Mm -hmm. and, (laughs) <laughs> forms to fill. <laughs> We've got so many contracts. forms, yeah, centered no, contracts true, yeah. that you can download <laughs> online <laughs> uh, uh, around monogamy and household structures and mm-hmm. books and all kinds of models for that. And now we're seeing that there's flaws in certain in certain models of monogamy not that monogamy is bad by right. any means right. um, but that we have certain paradigms that aren't working very well mm-hmm. you can see that in the divorce rates this is not yeah and you new see information and the divorce rates are an outcome of the risk that we are taking in maintaining this paradigm right exactly so it is high time for some new models and not necessarily new but revisiting our paradigms around uh, rom- uh relationships and families and how can we do things better like that's the and question you know kind of what i keep fi- finding is that like just not a, like how can we do things better is we just take risks and we find out what's a better way and you and i have had some very challenging times as we've kind of worked as we've continued to work through this you know relationship model that we're trying to find out is the yeah. best for us right now and the reality is that anytime that I look at a risk that I have taken in a calculated manner that has been communicated and thought out mm-hmm. at least you know as much as you can mm-hmm. The outcome is better than I could have imagined. Yeah. Yeah. The intention behind it is for growth and more harmony, more connection, more health, staying together and connected. You know, that's the intention with taking maybe like risk taking has a bad rap in a lot of ways, Mm -hmm. but you know, that like you're saying, those are risks that are not well-intentioned or there maybe is no intention. There's just like, yeah, exactly. I had this idea and so I'm just going to do it because yeah. fuck it. Like, yeah. I got nothing else to do. If I'd have thought about the, the type of the risk that we're talking about. Right. It's like, okay, whoa, this is, this certain situation is impacting my life every day. And... I, not just my life, but other people's lives. And I see that. And so can I change it? Um, If I can change it, then what would that look like? I'm going to think about that. I'm going to talk. I'm going to maybe like journal about that. I'm going to brainstorm around that. I want this to be better for myself. I want this to be better for other people. And mm-hmm. then like revisiting it and mm-hmm. asking some more questions and then like Absolutely. revisiting and then finally getting the courage to maybe ask one person, what do you think about like this idea I have mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. creating a better reality? Like, is this crazy? 
you know, actually taking the steps to take the risk. Totally. And there's a bunch of tiny little risks that lead up to bigger risks. I mean, if I would have thought about, you know, uh, when we were when we were growing mushrooms illegally and when we were doing those illegal sessions, if I would have really thought about the alternatives and the the possible outcomes of what we were doing, then I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have done it. If I would have thought about the true risk to benefit of that jumping off that cliff, I give a shit about what that lady does. I'm going to fuck. Go ahead and jump off that cliff. It ain't worth it to me, right? Yeah. But if I think about taking the risk of living the life that I want to live and doing the work that I love to do and and loving the way that I want to love, like that is absolutely worth it and risk taking does have a bad rap but it doesn't have to risks it's it again like it's all a risk Mm -hmm. and so to really just give like they they deserve the choices that we make in life deserve our attention they deserve our our deep consideration Mm -hmm. uh, because everything has a consequence mm-hmm. to it. Right. So what's the risk? Like you're saying, there's a risk to everything. And so keeping things the same is likely a way bigger risk. Oh, because that's not, ha- that's not the nature of life. The nature of life is to grow and try new things and branch out and discover. And we can see that in every... Um, we just see that all around us in life, trees and plants and ourselves. We just want to grow and learn and create new things. And so when it comes to our relationships, any relationship, if there's a part of the relationship that is a struggle or is painful and hurtful and doesn't feel good it can be really scary to ask ourselves questions about that relationship Mm -hmm. and if we don't that is a pretty big risk because it's already uncomfortable it already sucks Mm -hmm. so yeah we're just gonna let it fester or are we gonna no and i want to spend my life with you i want to spend I want to spend my life with you for real. And so like, I know that like, I don't want to risk losing you in my life. So I will take the risk of being honest with you. I mm-hmm. will take the risk of you going with what you feel and through those or, or allowing you to be, or you being honest with me or however you want to say it, you know, and through that we have really, enriched our lives together we've had some you know i mean i've come (laughs) so much more to an understanding of the risks that i am willing to take in that regard and the risks that i'm not willing to take and that has allowed me to or us to have a much more enriched and immersed experience where we are like really working together 
and experiencing life and relationships together instead of having this like kind of like compartmentalized existence. And mm-hmm. so for me, I'm just saying like what I'm getting at is that, you know, in every instance basically that I can think of, whether it's been our relationship, whether it's been me going towards career goals that I have, um, uh, you know, whatever. There's so many things not going on, but like in, in any instance where I have taken a risk that I really thought about the consequences of versus not taking the risk, mm-hmm. it's been better for me and the people around me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me and too. So I just, I just, I just want to encourage everybody out there to really consider, you know, are you not taking risks because those risks aren't smart because those risks don't have the kind of reward that make them worthwhile or are you not taking risks because you'd rather take the risk of just sitting still mm-hmm. and if yeah, that's the choose case your risk. what's what's <laughs> yeah what's the reward in being stagnant yeah. You know, there's also this fact that we are negatively biased, right? Like human beings and evolutionary biologists talk about how, you know, uh, we have to be negatively biased because we're historically we've been afraid of the lion or we've been afraid of the plague or whatever it is. And uh, uh, yes, that is a reality, but that's also like a conditioning too, right? Mm-hmm. We don't have to just constantly focus on the negative what ifs mm-hmm. because the yeah. reality is things usually work out better than we would imagine them. Yeah. And so if we will focus on the positive what ifs, mm-hmm. then we maybe m- we will definitely find ourselves more inclined to take those risks that can lead to a better life. You can have a better life every single day. It can be better than the day before it, but it's going to require that you take a little bit of a risk. Yeah. And it takes energy for sure. Like it, you know, give yourself some some credit and where you are today. There's probably plenty of instances where you've taken a leap of faith and come out of it better and uh, moved on. And now it's not even something you really think about very much anymore. Um, but, you know, it's okay that it it's not if you're not the type of person, like I'm really talking to myself right now because I really value my top value is my family and making sure everybody's taken care of in my family. I want everybody to be safe. I want everybody to be happy and healthy. And so taking risks for me, it all comes to that. And I, you know, what are the implications on my family, my children, um, my parents, my brother, you know, like what is this risk telling them about my care for them? And do they, do they feel taken care of in this decision? So I'm thinking right now that, you know, for me, I'm not somebody that has an idea like we're talking about 
here and calculated risks i'm not somebody who has an idea i'm like i'm gonna fucking do it like that's such a good idea i'm just gonna go out there i'm gonna do it like i know it's gonna be good for the world and i'm just gonna do it and like come to that conclusion very quickly i'm not that type of person i feel like that's why it takes i'm in our relationship i feel like you you are the bigger risk taker um and so i see the potential and I'm on the same page and yet I get held up in in how is my family going to be supported in this risk mm. so that being said it's okay if it takes revisiting a few times for sure and re envisioning and if it's not coming easily to you like that's okay and not only is it okay like it's it's important that we revisit like i yeah i have had a tendency to be like this is what i'm doing get the fuck out my way and that's not healthy either right there's a balance yeah. in all of this it's all like living a healthy life is living a life of balance yeah yeah, yeah for sure how so do you, how do you think self-image fits into this right there in order to even get to the point where we allow ourselves to have a vision of a better life mm -hmm. we have to be confident that we're capable of doing that for me it's a daily practice in the past few months for me to first thing in the morning say i am so happy and grateful now that i am financially wealthy i have plenty of resources to create this business and to send my children to great schools and to and then i get that's when the stuckness sets in like uh, it's this like like i really have to push through it sometimes in the morning to even say out loud my vision of a better life mm. and it like it doesn't come naturally <laughs> a lot of mornings i'm like why am i doing this this is really freaking hard to even like push through that mental picture of how things are now mm -hmm. versus how i want things to be mm -hmm. and lately I've I've really had to give myself some credit and come back to because I've been getting really frustrated with with struggling to see the vision. Mm -hmm. It's that that paradigm paralysis that we talked about in the last episode mm -hmm. that's setting in um, in some areas, and so I've really had to push through that and and tell myself like Courtney you're doing a good job look at how far you've come the fact that you're even wanting this for yourself to have mm -hmm. a better life mm -hmm. to do big things the fact that you're even trying to make this a practice for yourself is huge give yourself some credit mm -hmm. and that is the self-image part like telling myself I am doing a good job like mm -hmm. you are doing awesome just even trying even making the attempt to have a vision uh and by giving myself some credit that like frees up some space for me to just relax and um 
it kind of reassures myself that I, I'm doing good taking some risks. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think it it really kind of all starts with self image. You know, if we don't perceive ourselves as someone who does take risks and who does bring value to the world and who does deserve better than like, we're never going to be that person, you Mm -hmm. know? And I have seen you changing your self image and, and putting yourself out there and taking those risks. And even here right now, you know, like you said, I think on one of the other episodes, how it took you so long just to get to sit down and do a podcast recording with me on the last Mm -hmm. show that I did, you know, I mean, uh, so you are changing your self image and that is allowing you to step out of your comfort zone and take more risks. And yeah, I just think that's what we all, what it really all comes down to, you know, people out there, do you think that you, are you someone who takes risks knowing that those risks can lead to a better life? Or Mm -hmm. are you someone who just sits back comfortably and lets life pass you by? And that's a choice that we can make on a mm-hmm. daily basis. Yeah, it's definitely a daily. Yeah, whether we're conscious of it or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I've, I definitely have seen you as a risk taker just from the fact that you continued to date me, you know, early <laughs> on, honestly. I mean, I was kind of, you know, I don't know. Not I didn't always see myself as the person to take home to your lawyer parents <laughs> uh, you know, but uh, I, I have seen you as a risk taker because I see that but let's say I have seen you as a risk taker but an, an intelligent risk taker you look at the situation and yes there are times where like maybe you're a little slower to act um, but that's been helpful to me we've, we've done really well balancing each other out and you know, uh, I don't know. I just I'm just grateful for our, your continued evolution. That you continue to take risks because you're setting a really wonderful example for other people. Um, and that's what it's all about. Yeah, it is. Not something that inspires me is thinking about our children, asking themselves, "What should?" I Like, what should I do in this situation? Like, I really want this. I really want this certain thing. I want to be, I want to be that type of person Mm -hmm. that is successful and happy and living my purpose, even if it's scary. Mm -hmm. Like, I want our children to feel that they're capable of doing that and have a model. Uh, So, like, a, a foundational model for give being given that permission to take risks that help them live a really fulfilling life. Yeah. I know I just want it for everybody. I want my kids and my friends and like everybody really it's that's that's I forget what the exact quote is, but something I listened to one of Bob's talks. Uh, he was referring to a preacher that he had listened to at a funeral and <coughs> the preacher was saying that, it's not the passing of the person that is sad. It's the passing of all the unrealized 
desires and how mm. many of us out there how many people I've, I've definitely definitely done it myself and 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 still occasionally do but it, it's a really important thing that we think about because at the end of the day like you're going to move on from this world and do you do we want to leave behind a trail of what ifs or do we want to leave behind a trail of ideas mm-hmm. you know yeah i love that a chance deathbed question like yeah. when you're laying in your deathbed what are you going to think about your life yeah. looking back yeah and if you're sitting there saying oh shit god i wish i would have i didn't do i should have done that thing if only i would have yeah yeah and so I want to be, I don't necessarily actually love that image of being in a deathbed. I kind of <laughs> like <laughs> to have that, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like <laughs> die or pass on in a mm. way more liberated, <laughs> like mid leap yeah. or something. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't maybe, know, yeah, like excited, like <laughs> jumping in the air yeah, and okay. then I'm gone. Okay, <laughs> maybe, yeah. Jump for joy and I'm gone. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, not laying. I'm definitely in bed, but not <laughs> gonna look back and think. I'm sure glad I jumped off that cliff in Jamaica. <laughs> but I am gonna look back right. and say I am sure glad that I started those retreats in Jamaica. I'm sure glad that I was honest with mm-hmm. the woman that I love. I'm sure glad that, like, I started did those podcasts. Or I'm sure glad that I spent that money on coaching. Like that was a big risk. Yeah. Ooh. And while it's a you know, not, it's about a year down the road. I've already seen what a major investment it has been and, mm-hmm. and how that risk is already paying off. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. And I'm really grateful for you taking risks and you've inspired me so many times to live a more fulfilling life. <laughs> mm. <laughs> what, what about that risk? <laughs> You took a risk there, didn't you? How's that paying off for you? Yeah. For those of you who can't see, <laughs> our daughter just peed all over me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the no diaper risk. Trying yeah. to let it air out. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I would have thought There's that one out. this thing called airing babies out. <laughs> what was that you said about asking friends? Like, when you think of taking a risk, do you ask for some oh, advice? Well, you, you know. You could have asked me. I'm just saying. I'm right here. You could have asked me. I, well, I could I see it in your risk. eyes, and then <laughs> paradigm paralysis set in. I don't know. I can't say something. We're doing a podcast. I can't ask. Pause, baby. Pause. I know. Pause. It's all good. It's all learning. You <laughs> we'll took a clean risk. It up. It's just you baby took a risk. It's just baby pee. <laughs> you took a risk. You learned a valuable lesson. <laughs> yeah. And it makes for a great ending to our show. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, you out there. Yeah. I'm really grateful for you. Take and some all risks. the risks you've taken. Yeah, you took a risk. Listen, to, if you made it all the way to the end of the show, yeah, well, that was a heck of a risk you took yeah. with your time. It's very Hopefully precious time. You feel like it's paid off. Yeah. It is precious indeed. Yeah, so we'll see you next time. All right, till then. And the beating of the drum. <laughs>